Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Bring On The Reviews podcast, where if you want it, review it. My name is DC, and the goal of this podcast is to bring you a ton of movie news, comic book news, and even some TV news as well. Today's the 87th episode of the podcast that's happening on December 5th, 2018. So in the first section, of course, it's thumbs up, thumbs down, where I give my thoughts on the world of movie news, comic book news, and even some TV news. And I give it a thumbs up, thumbs down, all the way in the circle. So the first thing I have here is the actual title for the new Men in Black movie that's coming out um, not too long from now. So recently they just put out a post that's going to be officially titled Men in Black International. So for me, um, I'm not exactly too keen on this idea of the title. It feels kind of weird. I know Men in Black 1 and 2 was good with the titles because it's a simple when it comes down to it. But here in International, it, it feels like they're going all over the world, which is fine. But I would rather they go to like, like you know, galaxy kind of related. But they don't have to. They can keep it in like New York City and make it happen like that kind of way. I, I, I still don't know. I, I don't know too much about this movie besides the fact it's supposed to be like a spinoff of sorts from the original movie. I'm not even sure if the... um. K or or J is gonna actually appear in this whole thing. It, it seems fine, but for me, this it feels kind of off. I, I don't like the whole international tagline. It just it feels weird. It just for me, it just gives me a bad vibe off the back. It just makes you think like, all right, what exactly they're gonna be doing? I guess traveling around to different places. And I know um it's supposed to be in London, so I'm guessing all right, cool. It's it's fine, but if you're not doing anything from you know america then your location in london will be your home base so i'm not sure why it's like international just you can just keep it regular to say yeah men in black four or men in black you know something snazzy or something else with it it feels like the international tagline is this one thing that draws craziness for me and i can't i can't deal with that in like a men in black title this it's weird it's like they should just keep a simple keep another number on it or say um, Redux or something like something simple, but hearing that it's supposed to be like um international based, it's like oh, okay, it's it's fine. It's if it's not based in America and it's based somewhere else, then it, it shouldn't be international. Not unless they're traveling back and forth between both you know London and New York City and you know somewhere else, then maybe international. But if you're staying in London only, then there's no reason for you to call it international besides, you know, winking at the fact that everyone else was in New York City. But it's just, it's something that I, I'm not cool with. So for me, I give it a thumbs middle just because I, I do like the whole franchise, but the, the, the international part just throws me off a little bit. I, I think if they, if they change it, I will be fine, but I guess they're not going to change it. Yeah. It'll change it on my accord, <laughs> but yeah, this, International doesn't do it for me. I, I just don't like it at all. So thumbs middle for that one there. So the next thing I have here is um, the Netflix um, show. Well, Netflix shows the the Marvel the Netflix Marvel shows um, potentially won't go to um, the Disney um, Plus streaming service, unfortunately. So if you ever remember, like listen to any news that came out of. Um, the Netflix camp at all, or you've been under a rock for a bit. So 
a couple of series got canceled. The first series was Iron Fist. And then right after that, um, Luke Cage got canceled. And then recently, Daredevil got canceled as well. So those are three, well, fairly big properties. Daredevil is probably the biggest property because that, that brought a lot of views to Netflix. So the scene that that got, you know, got the can is crazy. And there's a lot of stories going around now, which I would have made a point as well, just because there's a lot of speculation of who actually canceled it. Whether it's going to be whether it was um, Marvel to cancel it or Netflix to cancel it, uh, you're not really sure. It, it's very hard to tell because there's a lot of folks just going around trying to figure out what's actually true and what isn't true. So for for me, this I, I don't know, but based on this story here, it sounds like the folks from the uh, Marvel Entertainment and Marvel Studios don't really talk to each other, and and for folks that don't know. Marvel Studios and Marvel Entertainment are essentially, you know, two um, subsidiaries. They're two different kind of, um, not really entities, kind of. They're still on the same umbrella of Disney, just that they're, they they split apart for the most part. So they, one handles all the, the like, animated properties and all the TV shows and all that stuff. And the other one handles all the, the like, big live action movies. So they they split up back in 2008, 2015, sorry. They split up back then. So there are two different two different entities of of sorts, not really. Two different separate um pieces of it. So the um TV ex- execs are not really going to mess with the other properties as well. So it's very very hard to see what they'll do. Maybe in the future they might bring something to Disney um plus platform but if they do that they potentially would recast everyone kind of like how they did it with um you know the whole sony um tom holland andrew garfield thing how to recast that person so they might do that for like disney um properties as well who knows exactly what's going on i'm not sure if they're going to cancel the the remaining shows that's on netflix because there's also jessica jones and the Punisher. So the Punisher just wrapped up their shooting, I believe. So they should be coming out sometime late next year. And I think Jessica Jones, I think they wrapped as well, or they're halfway. I can't remember. I got to actually look that up, but I think she's halfway as well. So they're both supposed to be coming out with their final seasons. I'm guessing who knows the way how things are moving. I'm guessing those seasons will be their final ones as well, which is unfortunate, you know, Having these Marvel properties on Netflix was pretty cool. It it showcased what you can do with that kind of budget and without having like the the Disney Kitty um, stamp to it. Because I know Disney had like PG thirteen at most, but these shows are kind of like rated R, rated M A kind of because of all the graphic violence that's in it and all of the you know you know grittiness of it. So it was definitely st- stood where. It needed to be, so it's unfortunate that potentially these movies won't go to the Disney um, streaming service that's coming out, I think, sometime next year, I believe. So it's it's definitely unfortunate, um, and I kind of wish that they would go, but I understand why they possibly won't go. So for me, thumbs middle just because of the whole they might not go, which is unfortunate in itself. So the next thing I have here is a... Um, 
potential casting, not really potential casting. That's the wrong kind of word to say. So the folks that's making the Pinocchio movie, the live action Pinocchio movie, they're eyeing Tom Hanks to play um the what's this called again? Geppetto. Yes. They're eyeing him to play Geppetto, which sounds pretty 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 awesome, I I understand. Um just because Tom Hanks is just an awesome actor and to bring greatness to your cast is what you need to do when you bring these show, uh, movies to the, the forefront. So um, it's kind of it's kind of cool to see exactly what they'll actually do with this property if he does, you know, join on board. It hasn't been confirmed yet. It's just they're looking for him to actually play this role. I wouldn't mind him playing this role. If he doesn't play it, then I can see also um, Christoph Waltz. Like that's another person where I can see him being. Um, being a, a great person to play Chipetto, I I, I kind of now I'm thinking about it, I kind of see Chipetto um, being played more by um, Christoph Waltz than Tom Hanks, but C- Tom Hanks could transform quite easily to make me want it as well. If you have either either one of those actors, you're doing great anyway. So right now they're eyeing Tom Hanks for that role, which is a good plus. I would say thumbs up for that, just because. As I said before, great actors, you know, being eyed for these roles is definitely one thing you should go for when you're making these kind of movies. And the fact that they're going to do a lot of live action Disney movies, you need to have as many great actors in those roles as possible. And, and potentially, you know, every now and then slip in like a, a non-known actor just to, you know, help them break their teeth into the world of, you know, movies. Because some of these folks are... Some of the folks that are non-known are pretty good, too. So, you know, these properties are the properties you can, you know, experiment with these different actors and see what exactly can they bring to the table. But seeing that um, Tom Hanks is being eyed for this role is definitely a plus in my eyes. So the next thing I have here is news of Kevin Hart hosting the Oscars. So... Kevin Hart's been wanting to host the Oscars for a long, long, long time ago. And now that he's, like, booming quite frequently in movies, they're, they extended an invitation for him to actually host it. I think this would be a kind of cool thing. Do I think he's going to do bad? Probably not. It's kind of hard to visualize the whole thing with him, just because I'm, I'm trying to think. If he could crack quite a few jokes... I'm not sure how long he'll keep it and if I'll be superly interested. Because when, when I think about this, I think about um, Chris Rock. Chris Rock had quite a bit of jokes. Um, Chris Rock had a quite a bit of like drops as well. It's it's a hard thing to master just because not every person could do a award ceremony, keep it live, keep it engaging. So for me, I think Kevin Hart can do it just because of his, you know, vibrant nature it'd be kind of cool to see what he can bring to the table and i'm all for it i'm i would like to see exactly what he could bring basically so for, for me i wouldn't mind it just because of the fact that he is pretty funny he has a couple of shows here and there and this would be a great great challenge for him plus it's awesome to have this on like your your resume of sorts because all these other well-known 
um, actors and actresses that have been before you and they've done such a great job. So this is like another, you know, notch in your belt and hopefully he does well. Uh, I'm not sure if he, he will, who knows, but for me, I think that's a plus and it's also great to see, you know, him actually do bigger and better things every single year and, you know, and solidify himself as a, a great actor. He, he's probably a good actor now, but you know, if he gets through all these things and, and continues to grow more and more, we could possibly see him get nominated for different things. I know the movie with him and um, Brian Cranston looked very, very good, and it's sort of played on his comedic role slash dramatic role, so I kind of want to see exactly what happens with that one. And, and you know, who knows? He might get, you know, offered up for one of the Oscars, potentially. So for me, this one is a thumbs up just because of his, you know, his skills and his ability. Uh, I'm I'm not fully sure, but I kind of want to see exactly what he will bring to the table. So next thing up here is some news about the A Quiet Place sequel not being a sequel, kind of, but being actually it is kind of a sequel. But the way how John uh, Krasinski mentioned it, it is kind of confusing, just because he's given the idea to his wife and was basically saying that he doesn't want to revisit the same thing he did in the first Quiet Place, you know, and not say it's a quieter place. He wanted to make it where it's like, all right, it's another fun story to tell. And his quote is basically, it's like the second book in a series, which kind of confused me when he mentioned this whole quote, just because it just it felt like he didn't really give much to what the story could possibly be, besides it being the second book in a in a story which you never know with the second book in the story it could be either a prequel it could either be um carrying from other families lives which that wouldn't be too bad but then that might potentially be you know the same thing he didn't want to do which is copy the same thing as the first one so i'm not exactly sure what he's going to do with this one just because in the first one it, it just it went real real crazy so this one when he's put on the second movie, I'm not sure exactly what he will bring to the table with this one whole thing. So I want to see exactly a um what exactly is gonna be the the premise of the movie and see how defeatable are those creatures that comes out from, you know, the the great beyond kind of and see what exactly has for the second, you know, going at everything. And and hopefully to do mix and match people. I kind of think of this as like the Walking Dead kind of, but not really. Just because it's like, I I don't know how much interaction folks will have with each other. Because in this other, in the first movie, he had interaction with one other person and it turned out crazy. So I don't know. It, it could put, be potentially another family they, they follow that they have a totally different experience where, you know, they might not be as smooth as this first family. And who who knows exactly, but for me, I give this one the thumbs up just because he's thinking about a second movie. He is thinking about doing something that could follow up to this kind of movie that's going to be in twenty twenty. And the fact that the first one was such a great movie and it it brought quite a bit of nuances to the genre that isn't really tapped in too much, but you know, not like cookie cutter of sorts. So for me. 
Uh, I give this one a thumbs up just because of those um, few things that I mentioned just a while ago. So next is a bunch of trailers I have here. So the first trailer is um, the Captain Marvel trailer. So it's number two that came out. So it expands more on the actual um, first trailer that came out there, which a lot of folks have been saying they didn't like it, which I find weird. The the first trailer for me wasn't horrible, and it gave enough of the story where it made me want to see more, but, you know, it, it wasn't too revealing of sorts. So when I see folks online, like, really like, poo-poo on the first um, trailer, I'm like, why? Why are you angry at that one? It's, it's a trailer. It's not supposed to give away too much of the story. It just, it's supposed to let you know piece by piece kind of what happens, but doesn't, you know, give away too much of it. And I feel like the second trailer did exactly what it's supposed to do, which is bring you into more of the story without giving away too much. And I feel that if they do one more trailer, I'll be fine. Just to say, all right, this is the next trailer that happens around like Super Bowl time, and then that's it. Because I believe this movie's coming out in March, I believe. But if they have too many trailers, then I feel like they might give away too much of the plot story, which I don't want to happen. But for the second trailer... I didn't mind it just because there's there's quite a bit of um, foreshadowing to what the story could potentially be about. They even mentioned, they even showed Jude Law's character, and instead of making him seem all coolish, they made him seem more of like a villain kind of role. Which who knows what he's gonna be? It is it, it shows a little bit more of what could potentially be what the story is gonna unfold into. Which, it drew me in. I, I could be honest, this one was probably a better trailer than the first trailer that they put out. And it made me want to see more of it, which is the the premise of what a trailer should be. A trailer should definitely draw you in and make you want to see more of this movie and even see a, another trailer itself. So, for the purposes of a trailer alone, this one did amazing with it. You know, love it or hate it, Marvel's been doing good with their trailers. Well, doing well with their trailers. Um, and this one doesn't disappoint for me. For me, it doesn't really have it where you're thinking about, oh, they could have put in this more, they could have done this more. Like, no, they they did exactly what they should have done, which is tease you a little bit and make you want to see more. If they gave away too many scenes, then you'll be on the other spectrum where it's like a Fantastic Four, and it's like, yeah, you give away too much of this, and everything's in the trailer. It wouldn't be good at all. So for me... That one did an amazing job. So thumbs all the way up. Next trap here, which is sort of a down note on this one, just because I get this one a thumbs three quarters way down. Only because it just it just it it wasn't the best trail in the world. When I watched it, I I, I looked at it and I was like, I'm not really interested in this movie. And I'm surprised going in the, the movie theaters all. It just feels like um a post-apocalyptic movie, but kind of not really. It just it feels weirdish because Hayden Christensen is playing the a person that's like trying to build this bunker of sorts, which he kind of semi builds but don't really build. It's it's a very very confusing trailer when you watch it. This it's one of those things where you're trying to figure out the story, but at the same time, it's taking you out of it quite a bit because. It's supposed to be, like, the last man tag line on it. I'm guessing that something bad is going to happen very, very soon. But it just it kept on going back and forth. It just it felt like it was all over the place and really didn't know what it would do. So, for me, it just, it just, 
it confused me more than what me make me want to see the whole movie. It just made me want to turn off the trailer itself. It just it really didn't do anything for me at all. It just it was really a, a super bad trailer. It just it wasn't good at all. The reason why I gave it a three quarters down instead of a full down because of Harvey um, Keitel that's actually in the movie too, which was like a great actor. Which he is a great actor, sorry, and um he was in it and it showcased some promise in certain parts but overall it just it didn't look good at all it looked like it should be like a um sharknado movie that it, it would look like it's be super bad and i know once it comes out of theaters it might even you know bomb terribly yeah it's just, it's just not my cup of tea when i saw it so the next thing i have here is the common theater section so every week there's at least, you know, a few movies that come out in theaters, and I rank them from either interested to I'll pass. So, though, there's only actually one movie coming out this week, and that movie is um, Mary, Queen of Scots. And this one is the one with um, Margot Robbie. So she's in this one. It's between the two queens, per se. Um, one's from England, one's from Scotland, and they basically supposed to be joined together and you know it's a whole lot of um craziness ensues it looks pretty good i, I can be honest and when i saw this trailer i was kind of excited and i was like all right this looks like kind of cool it looks like you know back in the day kind of film vibe which i don't mind those kind of movies and mark robbie's such a great actress that she plays a, a very believable role just you can see her going from being on top of the world to like kind of rock bottom and the transformation from you know point a to point b looks very very good and for me this it spells greatness so i'm very interested in seeing this movie just because of the great actors that's in this whole thing and the fact that it just looks like it's going to be a fun ride it looks like it's going to be very informative and it might be you know you know a contender for an Oscar, basically. So I, I can't wait. So, um, that's all I have for this episode. Um, you can find us on all social medias on Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, YouTube, iTunes at bring on reviews. You can find us on Twitter at bring on reviews. No, the, not one. You can use the hashtag bring on reviews for any comments, personal reviews and suggestions you might have. Even visit the website, which is bringonreviews.com, for any movie reviews and even this podcast as well. If you love watching TV shows, enjoy watching movies, therefore, you should definitely put your voice out there and start writing some reviews. If you want to write for reviews for this website, please email me at info at bringonreviews.com and use the subject line I want to join the review team. Um, besides that also send in any questions and inquiries you might have to that same email address as well do find me on social media on instagram snapchat and twitter at dwight and c that's d-w-i-g-h-t-a-n-t-c again that's d-w-i-g-h-t-a-n-t-c or if you want to email me directly you can email me at dc at bringonorreviews.com and we'll catch your reviewers next time